is the 77 WABC minicast. And joining us now is Adam Johnson. He is one of the great economic experts out there. And you see him all the time on Fox News and elsewhere, a great energy expert, too, as well. And joining us now is Adam Johnson. Adam, um, before we get to all the green energy stuff, uh, this no. headline, this is wild, uh, that a supermarket giant, um, this is Carefor, which has a lot of um, uh, grocery stores all over the world, um, yeah. is dropping Pepsi and Lay's over the price. As John was just talking about, it's all the prices that are coming on that are getting passed on to supermarkets and other businesses. This is just a sign of the time. Well, you know, it's called the breaking point, right? And you can only push people so far before they just say, you know what, I'm out, no more. And, um, you know, it's probably also a, uh, you know, a warning to, uh, you know, to other companies out there. Again, um, this in a, in a strange way, actually, I'm sort of glad to see this because what it's telling us is that um, there's an upward bound to inflation, right? If people start pushing back, then pricing power disappears. Okay, fine. As a stock investor, I like pricing power. But you know what? As, as a thoughtful member of society and, you know, as someone who wants to see profitability maintained, not just for the guys who are selling stuff, but – you know, for household balance sheets and everybody out there. They, um, uh, they, you know, Adam, this is John. They force, hey, John. there's certain companies that yeah. they force uh, 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 grocery stores to sell it at a gross margin that's preferably good for them, yep. even though my cost of operation in Manhattan might be twice as much. Right. Well, wow. you know, John, it reminds me, and it's unfair, right? It reminds me of something as an energy trader that, that I saw years ago early in my career, and it was called net back pricing, where basically the oil companies would say to the refiners, you know, what do you want to make? You buy crude oil from us, you run it through your refinery, then you sell gasoline, and, and that difference is your profit margin. What do you want to make as a profit margin? And we'll net that back and take that into account in your in, in, in the price at which we sell you crude oil. It's, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a similar sort of thing like that. And I imagine that that probably um, sends, uh, you know, that gets your antenna up and says, hey, wait a minute, uh, is that right? Does it work? Is it fair, et cetera? And when it comes to people's food, you know, now, now, now you're really messing with things. And uh, Adam, you know, I want to also get into some of the green energy stuff, too, with you, Um, not not to get into the specifics, but overall about green energy with you. But this what triggered it, uh, this is this huge offshore wind project that was supposed to take place off the coast of New York. It's been axed. Um, And there was a lot of federal money that went into it. Taxpayer dollars went into it. I haven't heard about this, Rita. Tell me, what's been axed? Because I know uh, a couple months ago the uh, New Jersey project uh, was axed. Yeah. Are we, we going to save our whales? Yeah, well, we might, because right now it looks like it is X, but we're also going to lose a lot of money on these bogus things that it seems like the Biden administration keeps pumping money into. Adam. Yeah. Well, OK. As we've discussed on this show before, um, again, I'm a stock picker, right? I, you know, pe- people give me their money and, and there I go out and, 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 you know, pick stocks that go up. Well, every clean energy stock that I have bought has been a failure. And that's been that's been one of my disappointments over the past couple of years. And the reason they have failed is that what made clean energy 
um, or what was supposed to make it attractive was all the government subsidies, right? But guess what? Subsidies don't work. Something's got to generate its its own cash flow. It's got to stand on its own feet. And and you know when interest rates were zero, it was okay if these companies just sort of got by on government subsidies. But when rates go up, sorry, subsidies aren't good enough. Where's the cash flow? And so many of the clean energy products don't generate sufficient cash flow. And by the way, wind is the worst. Again, as I mentioned, I was an oil trader for many years. One of the guys I traded oil with left the oil business going into the wind business. He thought it was going to be, you know, it was going to make him a, a billionaire. It a zillionaire. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, a billionaire because there's so much wind. And we'll build windmills and it'll be wonderful. It'll be clean and green. And isn't it great? Well, the problem with wind is that you only capture 40% of the wind, right? It just slips off the blades of the wind blade. You can't capture all the wind. And so it's very, very inefficient. And Adam, again, absent subsidies, it doesn't work. Adam, it's Richard Wumberg. Good to have you on the show again. Hi, Richard. Well, I'm concerned about electric cars. They're totally subsidized by the government. They've been having all these electric car mandates they can't make money even with the subsidies. So what's the future of electric cars? Well, you raise a valid point, Richard, because uh, Ford uh, just 10 days ago uh, cut its um, production of the electric version of its Ford 150 pickup. You know, the, the, the highest selling vehicle in the world. Um, it cut production of the electric version of the F-150 by 50, 50 by 50 percent. You know, the demand just isn't there. And they're too damn expensive. You know, they start at $55,000 for a pickup truck. Give me a break. A one, you know, a one row seat pickup truck doesn't even have a back seat, doesn't even have, you know, four doors. It's a two door pickup truck. It's electric and it's 55K. And by the way, you know, you have to go charge it. Uh, you can't just put gas in it. And, you know, the charging network, what we have learned over the past couple of years is that the charging network is nowhere near where it needs to be to support this, this you know, sudden uh, onslaught of electric vehicles. It's just not there. And yeah. the other thing that no one wants to talk about, Rita, is that, um, you know, 60% of the electricity in this country comes from fossil fuels, 40% from that gas, 20% from coal. So where's all the electricity going to come from? Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. Dot, dot. yeah, they didn't figure that out. Governor Patterson, last question. I just yeah. wanted to point out to that when I became governor 15 years ago, I was a big advocate for clean and renewable energy sources. But the research that I did in trying to um, meet that goal uh, informed me that the greatest energy source we ever had in this world was oil. All you have to do is put it in a pipe and you can send it anywhere. And it's it's the percentage of it that once you drill for it is is practically 100 percent. Wind is the worst. Uh, solar power only can operate 13 hours a day and you can only store it for 13 hours a day. So if these sources ever got greater, then the advocates would be right. But they jumped on a ship that they hadn't really you know, researched. And it's just causing more problems in this country. Um, Adam, last yeah. word. Well, first of all, you know, Governor. I think actually you ought to rerun 
Yes, yes. By the way, I was thinking the same thing. We all agree. Absolutely. I'll be his press secretary. Go ahead, Adam. You could be his economic advisor, Adam. We got the whole. I'll be his counsel. Yeah, we got the whole. We got the whole cabinet here. Sign me up. I'll be his driver. That was that was Vito Fasella. That is one great driver. All right. Adam, go ahead. Thank you so much, Adam. Oh well. Thanks, thanks for having me, guys. I think we're all in the same boat here. You know, oil is incredibly efficient. There's an infrastructure that works. It's reliable. Um, it's not perfect. And I think we've all become much more aware of not being wasteful. And actually, you know, you don't leave the car on idling because uh, there's no reason to just do that. But um, no, to try to pivot now to electric uh, vehicles and to windmills, et cetera, et cetera. No, it's it's it's. It's it's not ready for prime time. We thank you, uh, uh, Adam. Andrew, Adam. Adam. Yep, thank uh, you. Yeah. Yep, Thanks, Adam. Johnson. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.